Okay, those are the hives, and that is called main offender. And um, that is because I'm the Facebook jail main bird. offender. Yeah, I got put in Facebook jail for seven days. I'm an offender. Yeah. What'd uh, you do? I went on the New York Times. You know, I'm just following. It's it's reconnaissance. It's the same reason you listen to NPR. Yeah, Nazi propaganda radio, Nancy Pelosi radio. You just you got to know what your enemy's thinking and doing. So, uh, uh, New York Times, they were wringing their hands that there wasn't uh, enough um, COVID, COVID tests to check all of the immigrants coming across the southern border, and they were fearful of an, of an outbreak. And I just put asterisk. When liberals screw themselves with their own liberalism. That's all I put. When liberals screw themselves with their own liberalism. I don't see anything wrong with that. That's what they've done. Well, sure. They want an open border. They got it. They, you know, now here comes the Roni up, 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 up and across, if you believe in that. Up in there. All up in there, Shirley Q would say, if you believe in that sort of thing. Um, no, that's, you know, so obviously some... Karen, I mean, it was within a minute, maybe two minutes. Report my post, and I get automatic seven days. Uh, I can look at Facebook, but I can't interact. I can receive and uh, send private messages in Messenger, and this is supposed to be over sometime Wednesday, but you know. Are you having withdrawals? No, I, I created a fake Facebook. <laughs> I got an alternate account, you guys. You can find me, those of you who were watching me on Facebook, uh, Dan Bangsteel, two words, Dan, my first name, and Bangsteel. I got a picture of Turbo Theophilus Bearhead Jr. That's our dog. And he's killed himself a mole. Yeah, he's got a mole in his mouth. That's yeah, that's purpose. a good picture. But that's the backup account, so if you're friends with that account, that's not going to be posting regular only when uh, the band is on. I had made a meme of that very picture at... It was in uh, Latin, uh, and, and it, the inscription at the top and at the bottom, it was interpreted this always to rodents. So, um, yeah, that just makes me think of that rodent who posted or who reported my comment. Well, you know, and you can't argue with these people. And uh, on that point, I think it'd be a good time for our quotable quote, and that is, to argue with a person who has renounced the use of reason is like administering medicine to the dead. That is Thomas Paine. I believe he wrote that in his book called The Age of Reason, I think is the name of it. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, you can't argue with stupid, in effect. <clears throat> um, and speaking of that, uh, Scientific American. Yeah. Uh, trust the science, right? I saw this. Um, the flu has disappeared worldwide during the COVID pandemic. And it says, uh, the public health measures that slow the spread of the novel coronavirus work really, in, in italics, really well on influenza. <laughs> I'll tell you what works Man. better. I'll tell you what works better on influenza. Every case of the flu, call it coronavirus. That's what they're doing, folks. If you don't see that, realize it, understand it, and know it. Uh, <clears throat> then you're one of those that has renounced <clears throat> the use of reason. Exactly. The flu has not disappeared. Um, one of our clients the other day, he went twice. Um, 
trying to think who that was. Had a runny nose, sore throat, a little achy, went to the doctor. The doctor said, looks like you've got coronavirus and, uh, or the COVID, and uh, we'll go ahead and you need to quarantine, and uh, we're going to administer a test. So that's what they did. They administered a test, and he went home to quarantine. Well, he got a call back and said, your test is negative. You need to come down and take another one. <laughs> <laughs> so he went down and took another one. And a day later, it's coming back negative. And the doctor said, well, looks like you've just got seasonal allergies. Darn. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> we can't get But that's so telling. This. It's like, uh, this test came back negative. You need to come take another test. Yeah, you need to keep taking tests to get one positive, and that'll be the one that's right. Right, not the not 14 that were negative. Yeah, that's right. I don't remember who that was. I was looking at the calendar. Well, you may not want to be mentioned. I mean. No, I was just thinking. Of it. I don't really remember. Um, yeah, I do. It's Mr. Democrat. Um, the yo-yo. Oh, was it? Was it? Yeah, him? it was him. I didn't hear that. Okay. Our, our liberal buddy who lives across town. Our conservative buddy who thinks he's still a Democrat. Yeah. No, it was him. Oh, well. Took him in twice to, to give him a test. That's funny. And both negatives and, well, guess she just got seasonal allergies. And, you know, and grass pollen and all this stuff's out there right now. And everybody's sniffling and sneezing. And, and, and all these people that have been scared out of their minds by all the propaganda. And I do mean propaganda. Uh, they're just like, oh no, you know, you're taking my health, uh, you know, for granted. You're going to kill me. Well, then why don't you stay inside? Because it is not my job to protect you. There it you is go. your job to protect you. And if you feel like I'm endangering you in any way, you should stay home because I'm a free man and I can go out to the store or to church or wherever I please without a mask, without anything bullcrap Bill Gates you know, tells me I need to have and, and live my life. Speaking of Bill Gates, he and his wench are getting divorced. Darn, you know, I actually hope they'd stay together because, you know, he they deserves a terrible woman. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on there. But, um, yeah, that guy's public enemy number one. That dude is. <clears throat> Last Friday, 20 mile an hour winds. We were doing a weekend class, eight people. And uh, these guys all kind of hung in there and delivered the goods. Uh, some brand new shooters, you know, and <laughs> shooting 308. Some of them 600 yards, holding, you know, two mils to two and a half mils off target to hit. Mm -hmm. And then, goodness, uh, three, three and a half, four mils, and we got one out there. Yeah. Which kind of translates to 12, 14 minutes of angle or more. Um, but those bullets are curving on in there. Yep, we got hits doing it. Yeah. Did some of that today, too. Yeah, it was pretty windy, and unfortunately it was rainy, too, so with that much wind, it was blowing it right in there under our shelter, so we we were wet, but it was still a good day. Oh, yeah. Any day. It didn't rain all day. It just rained most of the day. We did have a couple of breaks. Probably going to get that tomorrow, too. Is that what it's, it's looking like? Quarter inch, yep. Ah. Breezy. What about uh, Wednesday. Not, not as much rain, but um, still windy, still a little breezy. So, yeah, wind practice is a good thing, though. And you have to have it to shoot where we're at now, because out of the what five locations we've been to, 
over the course of the business, uh, this is by far the windiest. And that's because we're up on the top of a 2,800-foot hill, yeah. and there's nothing to block the wind. So you get the full effect of it. I mean, it's not always full value, but, you know, a half value, 20 gusting to 30 is still a lot. A lot. <clears throat> Normally it is a full value, though. Normally it's, you know, right to left, right? We got some good feedback on the audio of the podcast the past week. Um, I listened to it, and uh, <laughs> the mic is a lot more sensitive than it had been being. And I actually heard our um, ice maker in the refrigerator fill up with water oh, during, wow. during the um, during the podcast. So, yeah, little strange noises. Um, you may hear some background noises, <clears throat> but you know, uh, yeah, we did. I did hear that. Uh, the balance is uh, is good. The volume is good, so I think it's improved. Hopefully, <clears throat> I've got that sensitivity turned all the way up to 11 here. Mm-hmm. Um, spinal tap, right? Yep. All right. <clears throat> I was going to mention something. Ruger had a recall on their 57 Ruger 57 pistol. Um, some of them. What was going on with them? says, uh, Ruger has discovered that a small number of Ruger 57 pistols may have right safety levers, levers that do not meet our specific, wait, that do not meet our specifications and may be prone to cracking. There's a few maze in there and um, in some rare instances, the internal leg of the right safety lever lever may crack or break, rendering the manual safety ineffective. Well, it still shoots, so that's good. Right. I don't use safety anyway. I mean, on a 1911, you know, you can... Cocked and locked. You cocked and locked, and I'll I'll do that, but, you know, that's... I don't even know how this trigger works on this gun, but, um, yeah, uh, you might look into that if you have one of them. They've got the serial numbers. To be honest, 1911s are plenty safe if you got them chambered, even without the safety on. You've still got a grip safety. People have argued that they're just as safe as a Glock without the safety engaged because you still have to match the grip right. and pull the and trigger. Right, and then you'd have to get to the trigger. Yeah. You know, so I, I would definitely agree with that statement. I mean, if somebody wants to, you know, carry cocked and I'm not locked. I'm not going to say do that. You know. Well, I'm not telling people to do it. I'm just saying I don't see a problem with that. So you're mostly carrying that Rock Island 1911 when you're downrange. Yeah, I love that gun. I mean, Rock Island's come a long way in the last few years. I mean, they, you know, 10 years ago, yeah, they had some stuff that was eh, not not super great, loose, sloppy it's pistols. functional, though. Well, it's functional. nothing wrong with well, I'm What I'm talking about, though, is they've come a long way as far as quality. Now, most of their guns that I'm seeing are just nice and tight, very well made, coming with good triggers, good sights. And, uh, and still at a price point that is well under what, you know, your Kimber mm-hmm. is, is going to be. And well, it's just as much quality. <clears throat> the one you're carrying down range is a 10 millimeter. And um, that's in case black bear. Right. I mean, a lot of the trails were on, um, you know, you could round a corner and then just bam, you stumble into a mama bear with three cubs. And, you know, you know what that could equal. And black bears in the area are seemingly getting more aggressive uh, in recent years. As they grow in numbers, yes, I have heard that. Well, and we've, you know, we've heard several reports of surrounding counties having attacks. Yes. Um, Somebody got like a baseball-sized chunk bitten out of their leg by one. 
<clears throat> not even all that far from here, if I recall correctly. Uh, they found the little boy Noah Trout, the two-year-old that was abducted. If you if you follow much social media, or you probably got an Amber Alert on the little guy. Um, they got the woman in custody. The Virginia State Police and the FBI coordinated and 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 found the child. And um, you know, and in, in, in my world, you take this woman out and you hang her high, literally, in front of everyone, so that uh, that becomes a deterrent for doing that sort of thing. Who knows what she's going to do with him? But she just probably sell him. Yeah. But, praise God, he is safe. <clears throat> Which brings me to my next uh, point on our list for tonight. Safe queens. Um, <laughs> I'm only looking at Facebook now since I can't interact, and I've found a couple of uh, posts. It's probably a good thing that I was locked out. Uh, you know... Smith and West and the Ruger Revolver forums. I'm on. I'm on the Blackhawk forum. Um, their group, and it's almost like every other day, uh, you, you've got uh, somebody showing you a picture of their Ruger Blackhawk, and it's got a little cylinder track on it. And they're like, I may have mentioned this in the past. They're like, wringing their hands. Thinking, you know, you should not own a gun. You know, you shouldn't own one. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, does your pocket knife have any scratches on the blade? A nick or two in the edge? It should, because hey. <laughs> that one looks like it's got a few, doesn't it? Let's see. That's the Microtech Troodon, the John Wick knife. I think his was an Ultratech, but it's Microtech nonetheless. Same company. Yep. That's an out the front. Yeah. Oh, and I like, like that knife a lot. I've used it a lot harder than you're supposed to use these things, and it's held up nicely. Uh, the spring did break after like 250,000 clicks. Yeah, which, clicks in and out. Well, you know, I was a little disappointed because, I mean, there are springs that should have, you know, more cycles. Everything that. has a service life. It does, but I mean, I think for a $500 knife, they could have put a better... thing so many times. Well, they they could have put a better quality spring in there for sure, and their customer service wasn't very good, unfortunately. But I like the knife still. I carry it. Mm -hmm. I think that was $500 not well spent. I don't know. I disagree. <laughs> uh, it, it does have a cool factor if that's what you're going for. I will, I will admit that. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the uh, Spydercos. Um, I have the Endura. And it's just a very, very tool-like implement. And that's what I want. You got that Spider Koyo Jumbo. That's the one you should be carrying. No, I, I like that knife a lot. I love that Yo Jumbo. It's a nice knife. That would come in handy if you actually needed a knife, much unlike this thing. Uh, I think you're wrong. I've, I've cut lots and lots of things with this thing. Yourself? I've never cut myself with this one, actually. <laughs> I did cut myself with that Yo Jumbo. Wow. Yeah. Well, that thing's like a scalpel. Well, this thing's pretty sharp, too, but... Yeah, now this is this can be used for utility quite a bit. But on safe queens, you know, I think if you're if you got a gun that never sees the light of day, you know, well, I'm just going to buy this and put it away. I mean, that's your prerogative. But the the the, the spirit of what that gun, firearm is 
you know, it, it, it was made to work. It was made to get out and do things. Get it out and shoot it. If you're not going to do that... Give it to somebody or sell it to somebody who is. Will. Yeah. I got a Browning Satori Lightning, which is a pretty nice 12-gauge uh, over-under. It's it's not as fancy as some of those Parazis and stuff like that, but it's, uh, it does the job. It's a very good-looking gun, and I take it turkey hunting. You know, I sometimes will put some of that uh, Nomar... Uh, camouflage tape on it to preserve the bluing best I can, but it's got a couple scratches on it that it's earned in the woods, and that doesn't really bother me. But the biggest turkey you ever killed was with the Niver Johnson 16-gauge single shot, which is your lucky turkey gun. Yeah. And I keep saying, take that, and you'll come back with a big bird. Yeah, I guess maybe I should do that. Is Spring Gobbler still in? I it busy. might be. I We're so busy right now. I don't now. have time. Yeah. Um... No, but get these guns out and shoot them. I mean, you can take care of them. Um, it's not um, the end of the world to get a legitimately earned scuff or scratch or a little bit of wear on the bluing of a holster wear on a revolver or a scratch in the stock of a, of a rifle or shotgun. I mean, um, you know, in my first book, Killer Trace the Immersion, it's mentioned... Um, a detective guy near the end of the book gets a Colt 38 Super Match and mentioned it's been given to him. It says this is a 1937 model and um, highly collectible, of course. But I suggest you put it to work. That's what it was made for. That's kind of the line out of the book, and that really reflects my sentiments on things like well, that. I, I agree. Shoot I mean, we've got a, a 1873 Smith and Wesson Schofield. Original. Videos of you shooting it. Yeah. It might be 1874. I can't remember. It was the first production run of them. They, like, the first run of them, they made 3,000. And, uh... This is one of those. This is one of the first. four-digit serial number. Right. right. It's, yeah. uh, I think, 24. You don't want to give a serial number. Somebody calling. That was mine. Yeah. It's 24 blank blank. Blankety blank. So it was... Yeah. It's a very, very nice gun. Yeah, it's a very valuable gun. And... You know, it, just don't it. overload it. Take it out. Yeah, if I shoot it ever again, up. I think I'll probably make some super light hand loads because we did use some factory cowboy action ammo, which is loaded light. But I mean, I think it's probably still maybe a fuzz heavy for a ten thousand dollar gun. <laughs> uh, 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 what? A ten thousand dollar gun? You didn't have to say that. <laughs> there you go. That was a. Uh, Family heirloom. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's talk about this custom curve, custom drag curve. Uh, also, you're going to see Hornady 4DOF, the number 4DOF, four dimensions of freedom, I think Hornady calls it. What this is, these are actual ballistics of individual bullets. Now, when you go into a ballistic app and you pick your bullet off the list or you plug in your ballistic coefficients from the manufacturer, either G1 or G7, and you put the velocity in and so forth, um, the majority of the time that works reasonably well. Uh, I might be need to get a little tweak here or there. It works reasonably well until the bullet really gets closer to the subsonic region <clears throat> and depending on what bullet it is 
they behave quite differently. There is no model that they all follow. Uh, for that reason, none of these ready-made pick list ballistic coefficient numbers um, are going to work to extreme ranges um, unless you just get lucky. So what are they doing? They're uh, Litz, Brian Litz has calculated, done a lot of shooting and actually recorded real-world data uh, of bullets as they go down range to 2,000 yards or further uh, and recorded this and, and that gives a profile like this particular bullet is going to behave in this particular way with this particular muzzle velocity and you could take another bullet which seems to have the same advertised co ballistic coefficient uh, and um, weight and everything and it will behave somewhat differently so these are individualized brackets yes and, and, and to in it it's they're tailored to specific bullets right and that is an advantage to the um, uh, custom curve or whatever it is that they have on the kestrels which, um, you know, if you're in shooting inside of, like, a mile, that's not going to be a big help to you or advantage. If you're shooting a mile and beyond, which, you know, we have some shooters coming with us now that, that are, and that's, like, pretty much all they're interested in now, uh, that could be beneficial. And it's, they've, they've shown it to be. Right. They've shown it to be. They've got, that's a 408 Shaytac, and I don't know, what bullet is that? Do you remember? So, uh, I think it's a prototype that Lehigh has been making. I don't think they've released it to the public yet. It's like a 410 grain lathe turn, solid copper, stupid high BC, just pretty you know. finger. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently there is an applied ballistics profile for that individual bullet. I'm not sure if they're doing it on that bullet. I know they're doing it on their uh, PRC and their 338. Okay. But um, I'm sure they will do it on the the 408. With that bullet is shooting so flat, it's like supersonic to 2,500 yards. So their standard JBM charts going to match up. That's true. <laughs> pretty darn good. Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of projectiles. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Um, you found that on the range. Uh, it's a meteorite. Let me look at that. This is the type. I did a little research on it. I believe it's what they call a chondrite or chondrite. I think chondrite, and it uh, it's about the size of a baseball. And you can tell that it's got all like a little bit of melted rock all over it and little bubbles. Looks very interesting. I knew it was something special when I saw it on the clear cut. I didn't belong where where I found it. it weighs about four or five pounds, doesn't it? Yeah, it weighs a lot more than a standard sandstone. Yeah, it's or, funny. I mean, if if it was a rock, it would you could tell it wouldn't weigh this much. Right, it weighs quite a bit. I would hate to have been standing in the way of this bad boy. Yeah, that would have been. Boy. <laughs> Whatever that hit, it left a mark. Yeah, you know, you'd think these would be worth more than they are, but apparently they're not that uncommon. The one this size is worth about 100 bucks. Yeah, well, hey, it's 100 bucks. Well, I'm a, I think I'd rather keep it. Yeah, I would keep you know, it. You know, if it were like 1000 bucks, you know, then, Might yeah, have special powers. I'd be, be selling it. You know what you should do? You should, like, take it with you when you shoot matches. You know what? This could be part of a weight kit that I put on my MPA gamer sickle. I can, yeah. like, attach this to the side because this is, like, a five-pound... Man, that would be, be good, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, you got the meteorite appendage. Yeah, and nobody else would have that. That's true. 
And they would be arguing over how they're going to get theirs and right. how much will you take for this one. That's true. That's right, because, you know, meteorites, don't you just don't find them anywhere. I'll trade you one of those Area 419 solid gold weight kits. Thank you very much. $60,000. Do they really make that? They say they do. I, I heard somebody talking about it, and um, they say they will absolutely make it on order if somebody orders it. Oh, wow. It wouldn't be that hard to do, because for $60,000, that would cover the expense of the gold. They could, you know, melt it down, put it in those molds and make it. So, I mean, it's not like it'd be... Man, $60,000. Some dude from Dubai buys one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but um, getting that custom curve, you know, that's handy. And again, Hornady has a menu, and it's not just their bullets. They've got some Sierra bullets and some, I think, burgers, of course, and, um, and the library is growing. Brian Litz has reportedly over 800 different bullets that he has presumably fired down on, with Doppler radar and tracked it. And these Doppler radar units are expensive. Uh, we had a, a group that does um, ammunition for the military. These are the swimming bullets. What is the name of that company? I right? want to say it's DGS. Something like that. D um, DSG, DGS, some, something yeah. like that. It, they're pretty cool. They've uh, definitely got some some very interesting bullets now. Let me just make sure I'm not uh, blowing that. DSG. I think it's DGS. It might be DSG. I don't know. I don't see her there. No, CAVX, DSG. Cav DSG, okay. CAV-X. Now, there's videos on uh, YouTube and on military.com. Um, swimming bullets, those 50 cals will go. We've talked about them, actually. 100 yards underwater and still penetrate uh, like yeah, a half-inch AR plate. But you don't want to be on the recoil end of that 50. Oh, boy, that was like, I mean, I'm not recoil sensitive. Anybody that knows <laughs> me, I am not recoil sensitive. But, I mean, it was like, uh, yeah. you know, if you've shot a three-and-a-half-inch magnum, Imagine a four-inch magnum. Engage. <laughs> Engage. Yeah, in uh, a five-pound. But line. the application for those is going to be from a modus, and you know it's tripod-mounted, you know, with some weight. It it's going to be very useful in that application. Now the the 30 cal swimmer bullets they have, you know, from a 308, that's very easily manageable. It's no more. And they were pretty accurate. Very accurate. We were testing them out to 1,500 yards, and you could keep them on a man-sized torso easily. Yeah, so they've got something there, uh, DSG technology, and the military, I guess, is the only, only group that can pick these up, but the, they had uh, about a $100,000 Doppler unit that he aimed it downrange, and <clears throat> we were, uh, you know, shooting the 30 cal, shooting the, the, the 50 cal, shooting uh, different rounds of, uh, which were not uh, specialty bullets, uh, he was shooting a Creedmoor or something. Anyway, we have some Hornady exploding bullets, which are not supposed to explode. Uh, <laughs> sometimes Hornady... Uh, Makes those jackets too thin. And it gets that alloy wrong or something, and the bullet comes apart. So <clears throat> seeing that happen on the top that of the That was pretty interesting. It's like you see the curve. It goes downrange. You're looking at the computer screen, and it's 
going and it's going and it's going and it's not there. It's like like the Doppler is saying, okay, last spotted at (laughs) 615.2 yards and uh, whatever it did after that, we have no idea. Right. It came apart. And you can see it through the scope coming apart, too. You can, but it was so funny to watch that Doppler radar show that same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, bloop. (laughs) Now you're not even a blip on the radar screen. You were a blip on the radar screen, but you can't even claim that now. Right. (laughs) Because your jacket came off and you blew up. Yeah, that's a Hornady thing. We're not picking on Hornady. They make some good bullets. Their quality control on their ammunition as well as their projectiles has dropped in the last five years. That's a fact. Um, it's the, because of just wide open 24 right. production. It's the same thing Vortex did. They they used to, all, pretty much all of their scopes used to be decent, very good. Now just a few of their scopes are decent and good. So, I mean, that's just what they've done. You know, like the old AMAX bullets from Hornady, those were some of the most accurate match bullets available. You know, then they just and continued them and, and went to the ELDs, and then those are okay... They're okay. Yeah, but they're they're not as good as the Amax so. bullets. What's that? Midway had some 168, 30 cal. Amax. I don't know what the, was going on with that. I'm sure they just found a pallet that was in the corner of one of their warehouses, and you know they dusted it off and said, "Hey, look at this. this is five thousand or fifty thousand mixed projectiles. availability Hornady Amax bullets." They're not saying it's a rerun or anything of them. No, I, I'm just sure it's old stock. <sighs> What in the heck? What? Uh, well, okay, the 308s are out of stock. They do still, of course, have the uh, 750 Max, which is $3.30 a bullet. We can laugh about it now. Mm-hmm. 20 bullets is $65.99. Nice. Yeah, they're wicked bullets. I would not pay that. Nope. I mean, good day in the morning. Uh, I mean, you were paying sixty dollars for ten rounds of uh, loaded ammo from Horn. Yeah. Um, let me see what that shows. I probably don't have that either. But um, no, they got it. Except now they're one hundred two ninety nine, ten dollars and thirty cents a shot. Nice. It's a profit deal. Wow. Imagine a $10 bill going out your barrel with every trigger pull. Yeah. Well. Wow. Okay. On and on. I got the audio book up on Audible. If you guys don't like to read and you want to hear or listen to the audio book, A Killer Trace, The Immersion, go to audible.com and download that. Um... And uh, you can just listen to it. It's nine hours, I think, nine hours and 13 minutes long. It came off very, very well. Um, I've been really happy with the sound of it and feedback from listeners. So check that out. That's my um, shameless plug. Prep of the week. It's going to be to vacuum seal coffee and or tea. Uh, those are two things that are going to be pretty valuable, and we may have covered those before, but that's just, imagine people who are coffee drinkers, you know, they're doing drugs. Aww. And uh, <laughs> I like coffee. And, uh, you know, imagine them 
a couple weeks without it. Now, of course, Colonel Ron, he wouldn't be alive a couple weeks without it, but, I mean, everybody else <laughs> would, would be suffering, you know, that's, that's used to having their morning cup. So, He's uh, probably got a uh, um, root cellar full of stuff. He probably does. He has to have, like, a intravenous coffee drip or something. I so do I. But, um, now, just as far as preserving coffee... Um, your instant coffee, uh, just a, a half to a half a teaspoon to make you a cup of instant coffee with some boiling water, you know. Or you might want it, you might want it stronger. You could put a teaspoon, but that's all you need. And um, <clears throat> it's like freeze dried. So you you know, out of relatively small canister of uh, instant coffee, you can uh, you can get a lot of cups of coffee. So okay, I'm not a coffee drinker. You may say. Buy you some of that anyway. You could get a daggone brick of 22 ammo for it from the right addict. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. John Zimmer's in coffee. Okay, right, that'd, that'd be Ron. <laughs> Maybe me too. And well, so yes, that, and then the um, being able to seal things up. Now that you can get those little food saver things. Look into that. You don't have to buy an expensive one. Um, and it just comes with these plastic uh, vacuum bags. You, you vacuum the uh, air out. And it like melts the edge of it. To mm -hmm. It seals it up. And uh, that's very uh, good protection, not only for foods. but You can do it with primers. You can do it with loaded ammunition. Mm -hmm. uh, anything that could be ruined by damp air or just plain getting wet. You know, it, you could preserve a lot of different things with it. Exactly. So we're living in an age where we're trying to see as far forward as we can. No one really knows what is around the curve except God himself. I, I kind of agree. I know it's around the curve. I think what we don't know is when it's, it is. I know what's around the curve, but I don't know when, yeah. if that makes sense. No, it does. I mean, we don't know the timing, but we pretty much know the... What's happening. What's coming. Yeah. I personally would have thought it would be underway by now. I was wrong. But, um, you know, hopefully. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, you were. I was wrong about you that. Were I was wrong. I, yeah, so was I. Yeah, I really thought we would be having us a boogaloo underway by now and getting some stuff straightened out. But it looks like everybody's just happy with the status quo, happy with an illegitimate president. And happy Chairman. with Chairman Biden. Yeah, getting their country totally screwed over. You know, it just sickens me to hear people talking about, oh, let's just go vote him out. That doesn't work anymore. I will not vote. vote. Yeah, vote him out is it absolutely that's pathetic. I, I mean, if that's where your mindset is here, I. Well, what we got taught last election is voting him out didn't work. They came in with a vengeance, with the backing of the Chinese, the backing of the child molestation cabal, international child molestation cabal, and they brazenly stole it. And they appear, at least for the time being, to have gotten away with it. Right. But, you know... Uh, and you and me disagree on this, so we don't need to dwell on it, but, I mean, just my point of view here... Uh, where Trump is talking about another run in 2024, unless he can get control of the judicial system, that is going to be hopeless. 
working with the legislatures is going to do little because look at all the laws they broke that the legislatures made and the Supreme Court either declined to hear the cases or just plain said, oh, uh, no standing. So, I mean, they could make more laws that would, let's just say, ban Dominion voting machines or ban all electronic voting. It has to be paper ballot, in-person, photo ID. And they wheel those machines in there anyway, use them, and then you know they say, oh, no, you're doing the wrong thing. you know. And then they send it to the Supreme Court, and they say, no standing. Or, or say, yeah, we'll hear this case, but we're going to hear it on February 27th. And, you know, after yeah, Biden odd. has already won and taken office a second time. Yeah, that, that's very odd um, how that has gone. So, I mean, in my opinion, working with the legislatures is going to do precious little as far as now, uh, what I would say peaceful right resolution. Now, to right now, keep your eye on Florida, everyone. Keep yeah. your, I don't, you know, we've got people that are listening from outside the United States, and we love having all you guys from uh, South Africa. Canada, Australia, we appreciate you tuning in. This thing's gotten crazy big. You know, we're going to about four thousand <laughs> listens a week. Uh, it seems to be, yeah. We can't we can't track Apple, right. and Spotify. We can't the get the ones. exact number, but, but based on what the little little ones are doing, we know what the big ones are most likely doing. And that's looking like somewhere between yeah, four forty five hundred. Yeah, listens that, a week. which is very much appreciated. But keep your eyes on Florida. I, I like Florida a lot. I really like DeSantis. He has really pushed this COVID vaccine, which is an absolute train wreck, and that kind of has no, he, made me say, yeah. Um, but I, I what mean, he said most recently is there's not going to be any vaccine passports honored in Florida. Well, He's he also said that these and, and mandates that. are not going to be. But one of his, one of his quotes was, you know, we shouldn't have these mandates for vaccines or masks or anything because that's going to shed doubt on how effective the vaccines are. And then, you know, we obviously took the vaccine on video and stuff like that. And, you know, everybody can be deceived. And uh, I'm not going to totally throw him under the bus for that. And I'm not going to throw Trump under the bus for that either, even though I think that was his biggest blunder uh, in his four years. Uh, I agree. It, yeah, still, him pushing the vaccine. It's still something to, to consider. And that I, was the biggest blunder that came to light that you could see. Right. There might have been other things. I, I mean, obviously, he wasn't very good on the Second Amendment. He didn't really understand what it was for. But, uh, I mean, other than those two things, I think he did a really good job. But as far as DeSantis goes, I really like him. I think he's got a lot of common sense. He's lacking a little wisdom when it comes to the COVID stuff as far as, like, the vaccine goes because that's downright dangerous, you know, well, using a platform like he has to tell like people to take I don't know what it's like to sit it. in that governor's office. If you come out and say the vaccine is dangerous, you shouldn't take it. Well, well, no, wait a minute. Hear me okay. out. If you come out and say the vaccine's dangerous, you shouldn't take it. And on and on. And here the cabal will come with barrels blazing. They will place as many quote unquote sick people as they possibly can on the news. They'll bring in the crisis actors falling dead with pink spooge coming out of every orifice and get it on video and you're the bad guy. So it's a well, difficult the alternative to that is you know, telling people to take a vaccine, an experimental vaccine that has killed thousands of mm. people and made so many people sick. And, Fair and point. I, Good I, point. I mean, I think that he should have... And, you know, if he was worried about like what you said, maybe he just should have said nothing about it. Maybe, maybe just say... Take know, it if you want to. Sure. Or, or don't I, take it. I, you know, I think it would be fair for a governor to say, this is an experimental medicine and there are three or four different renditions and versions of it. 
There are do your no, research, no, come yeah. to your own conclusions. And I'm not telling you, you to take yeah. it. I'm not telling you not to take it. Just be careful. Do your own research carefully, and uh, I'll respect whatever your decision is. But I mean, going out and pushing it like he has is kind of, in my opinion, a black mark mm -hmm. on his record. But other than that, I think he's pretty sharp. I really like him. Okay, so back to the DeSantis point, and I, I actually agree with you on that. Um, he should have handled it. Maybe I did not realize he was pushing the vaccine or saying you should go take it. I did not realize that. All right, but if he does this, and I suspect he will, if he says you will not, under any circumstances, use Dominion voting machines within the state, if you are caught using Dominion voting machines or trying to validate votes that have come in on similar or Dominion machines, then these will not be counted. And there will be no court hearings. They, we're not going to allow it. You know, and... Um, and you're right, that would definitely work within the state of Florida. You know, but the problem is, is you have to have the governor to do that and look at all the states that we would need to have, uh, be honest, to, to have a fair election. I mean, uh, Trump won Virginia yeah, in his did. last election. Very decisively, not by a couple votes, he decisively won Virginia. Tens of thousands of votes. But, you know, we, we have a governor that would never do anything like that. Georgia has a turncoat libtard rhino governor and they another state that Trump won decisively. But see and Georgia is ahead of Florida in this voting reform right now. Mm -hmm. Georgia but is... But they're, they're legislatures but I mean the governor has a lot of executive authority and that's a double-edged sword. You know so I think we need a lot more states than we have as far as governors are concerned. They've probably gone to camp in Georgia. They've probably gone to him. They I mean the, the up, higher ups in the Georgia legislature says look we got evidence You've been in bed with the Chinese. You've taken this amount of money and that amount of money, and we're going to just look over sure. here the other way while you Straight support your ass out. what we are yeah. telling you to do. Sure, and, and maybe that's what's happening, and I'd like to think that. And I don't mean to sound Daisy Downer again. I, I really don't, but I'm just trying to – this is just what's going on in the back of my head. Okay, let's just say you're right. We've got Florida and Georgia now. Look at all the other states with these terrible governors and terrible legislatures that Trump decisively won, and are, they're not going to have fair elections anymore. They're going to use these machines. They're going to cheat. Well, I'm afraid there's just not enough conservative governors and legislatures that have the balls to you know, do what is right. You know, Think about Pennsylvania. Trump decisively won, but went to Biden. Man, the coolest thing just happened. What's that? All right, I'm smoking my pipe. Those of you who hear this and my lighter and all this, I've got a, it's a nice bulldog, uh, a Scorty pipe. And With a bulldog? And a Mac Bulldog ashtray, oh yeah. And and it's got the John Wick drawing the sword. That's sound a effect. sound you hear in John Wick quite a bit. Yep. Like, and that one. Yeah, even when much. you deploy the Microtech, it's a... we got to get this right. you got to deploy the Microtech and... and Yep, just like that. There you go. <laughs> so, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, there was a smoke ring that formed in the air. Oh, yeah? This is God's honest truth. Uh -huh. And I was looking at it. I was sitting here staring at the smoke ring. Yeah. The O. Yeah. And it turned into a Q. Oh, that's a good. little trail of smoke made a Q out of it. So, I think that's a sign. Uh, okay. You're not a Q in one. <laughs> I think that there's some interesting stuff with that for sure, but I think a lot of hoaxers got a hold of that and infiltrated. Well, that's how you do it. Right, but I, I think that the, the root of Q 
there is realism to that, but not all the Q stuff that you see on YouTube is actually Q stuff. No, once stuff starts really uh, kind of coming to light, but you know, the cabal has to slip in there and muddy the waters. Unfortunately, some of the stuff that I really did think was Q did not happen. So, I mean, it's... I think whatever Q was did have some inside knowledge and some educated guesses and was right about a lot of stuff. But, I mean, that just goes to show you that's not God. They don't know everything. And that's true. It's, it's anybody's guess who's really in power right now, what's really going on behind the scenes. Uh, I'm, I really couldn't tell you. Pass me that uh, blue tinted bottle over there. But you can't have it all. I'm not going to have it all. That is blue tinted. Blue tinted bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label. Blue you didn't even get that cork out, are you? Yeah, I can get it out. Let's see if you can. I can get it out. Well, that's a little tougher than I. You might have to get the John Wick knife knife after it there. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that just to use it. I got in there a little tighter than I meant for it to last time. Is it coming? Yeah, there we go. All right. All right. Yeah. I, hope, I hope everybody heard that. That's a glorious sound. Yeah, I'm going to have about a shot of that. Oh, boy, that stuff is good. Damn, is good. <laughs> That's half of it. There you go. Is that half? Yeah. Yeah, it probably was. You sure you went in a teeny little metric? No, no, that's plenty for me. That is an adorable little bottle. Yeah, I'm going to keep that bottle. That's a collector bottle right there. But our that's buddy from New York, Andrew, got us a nice bottle of Johnny Walker <coughs> Blue, and it is good, let me tell you. Well, he bought us that gift pack we mentioned last week. Oh, yeah. So I'm drinking black right now and um, Johnny Walker Black. <coughs> Which, to be honest, is very close to the blue. To be, I mean, it's the blue is a little better, I will say, but, I mean, the black is so close, I don't know if it's a $150 difference a bottle. I wonder if I should share my poem. What poem? Well, I got asked, that, okay, they posed this question on a writer's forum that I'm on. It was Facebook back before it got banned. Oh, that one, yeah. And somebody, you know, a lot of these th 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 these writer people, the New York City gal gauntlet, they all think they're so smart. They, uh, and they're not. Um, <clears throat> one of them comes on there and says, Edgar Allan Poe was about to crash into a tree. What will you say to him using poetry only? Okay, first of all, that's dumb as daggone rock. That's dumber than Sheila Jackson leaves the triple crown weed. Insect. Giant insect. But, hey, I was having some Johnny Walker that night. Yeah. And, okay, I'll play. And you know what? I'm going to play, and y'all are going to take a big step back from what I have done here and scratch your heads. I wish I could cue up that horn. There. Oh, I can do go, that. go ahead and do that because that was really yeah, a moment like where we scratch your heads with one hand, your butt with the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep that ready because you're gonna blow your own horn before we know it. Here again, I very rarely do that. So what are you gonna say to Edgar Allan Poe? He's about to crash into a tree. Some of you are gonna be familiar with the poem "The Raven," and some of you aren't. Y'all won't get it. Some of you will know who Johnny Van Sant, or Ronnie Van Sant is. Not Johnny, because Johnny's the walker. And um, and the song "That Smell." What did I do? I'll probably mess this up. This is going to be bad because this is a raw podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> Once upon a back road tripping, 
black label Johnny Walker nipping, not guzzling, mind you, merely sipping. A sip to forget that bitch Lenore. Bleary eyes might have been dreaming, but my Mustang's motor woke me screaming. Three hundred horses raging, teeming, teeming for the liquor store. <laughs> uh, what's next? Mr. Van Sant sang of that oak tree. But what did it have to do with me? I'll hang that curve so beautifully, the windshield won't know what hit it. <laughs> and I'll puke my whiskey back to oak in a curve where bravado finally broke. My body entombed with shards of glass. And the lost Lenore can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, I, I didn't get to see their expressions, but I'd love to have, a, like, a, a picture of each of the expressions as they read that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you go into a place and you drop a, a truth bomb, People don't know how to handle it, you know. They just really don't know how to handle it. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm not to the blue yet. I've got a sip or two left of the black. What else we got to talk about? <clears throat> well, these Sierra bullets, the, the mysterious Midway Sierra bullets. You know, I don't know. It's just, it is, okay, this is Sierra. Here, there you go. Sierra is like, uh, we got some bullets. Midway. Larry Potterfield. Come on, Larry. Uh, we, we, we want you to kind of put these on the street. You know, we, we want you... We, we're we're going to pimp these bullets out. Yeah. Basically, Larry. So, uh, you need a feather in your in your uh, fedora and uh, a Cadillac and, and, and some leopard skin interior. And you're going to ride around. You're going to give out these Sierra bullets. <laughs> but we're going to deny any knowledge of them. Yeah, and that's what they've done. I, I mean, if you call them, they, they acknowledge they exist. But if you look at their website... Like the 169 Match King, they originally put on their website months ago, and then they took it off for like two months and just had it on Midway. And then the 177 Sierra Match King, as far as I know, has never been on Sierra's website. It's only been on Midway for several months now. They're sold out of them at the moment, but uh, I read on a forum somewhere that somebody called Sierra and asked them what the G1 ballistic coefficient on those 177s were. And uh, and they told them it was the same as the 175 tip Match King, which is a 545. So that's a pretty good BC for a Tanjinoja bullet. Uh, that's definitely something I'd be interested in. But I'm kind of weirded out that Sierra is denying all knowledge on their website of it existing. Because if you look under their new products... This is not there. It's, it's not anywhere. I guess if you called their text, they might talk to you about it a little bit. Yeah, and I guess that's what that one guy did. But so I mean, call them up. And why, why are they not putting it on their website? I guess... You know, I heard rumors on a, on the forum that those 169s they discontinued, but that but seems now they're not, back. They're, now they're back on their they're side. They're on Sierra's side. Yeah. So they're, you know. And those have a BC of like a 527G1, I believe, which is pretty good for. And once again, this is a tangent ogive, which means it's gonna be a shooter. You're not gonna have to play with the seating depth and finicky bullcrap. Bull it's gonna be accurate at any seating depth you seated at. The 169. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. So it's back there acknowledging it. So uh, Larry did a good job pimping that one out. That one's the Delilah. You know, <laughs> Sierra goes, yeah, Delilah. 
lives. <laughs> She's the 169 grain. Um, we, we, we let Larry handle that for us. And now Larry is, is handling Daphne. And, and she's, <laughs> she's the 177. We're going to see what the Johns think of her. <laughs> I guess that's what they're doing. We're going to get sued. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. You know Don't threaten me with a good time. You know what you do when you get sued? You, you, you just basically don't show up. <laughs> Well, well, if they sue us, they're going to get a worn-out GMC 3500. They're going to get a, a trailer. A trailer and a, and a Polaris 330 that's been driven through hell and back twice. And you say LLC? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got attorneys that are listening. They're thinking y'all don't understand. We oh. got some attorney buddies that'll bail us out. We do. We got some some street cred with we a get, few fed boys too that are on our do. side. We we got our we got our buddy. I'm not gonna give his last name. We got our buddy Rick from Charleston, South Carolina. They roll in with that Mercedes <laughs> RV painted down the side with the name of his firm. Oh yeah. We start we start kicking arse and taking names. Yeah, I bet you he would. Well, he didn't get that big with not knowing what he'd doing. That's right. He knows what he'd doing. So uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So anyway. Um, We'll, uh, I said, look, I don't want to hear all this. My feet hurt. I said, give me the bottom line. <laughs> the bottom line. The bottom line is there's some new bullets coming out, and they're getting better all the time. There's new ballistic tracking uh, technology coming out, which is really, uh, this is all, this isn't owing to any body with the trains and engineers ball cap or anybody at Hornady or anybody at Sierra. This is, I guess you could chalk it up to affordable Doppler radar units. And when we say affordable, $100,000, to some of these companies, that's affordable. Right. And you can watch what the bullet does. And you can see how, you know, you can plot that thing every step of the way. Right. Every yard down range. Every you tenth got, of a yard. You know where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Until it, like, disappears like those. Hornadies that yeah. blew up. Yep, yeah, they disappeared. That was fun to watch on that screen. Yeah. What else we got? We're pretty far in. How far? Are we? We're pretty far in in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, look. I've had. I'm not even on my blue shot yet. I guess that's true. See. Let's see. We're like 55 minutes in right about now. Goodness. Time yeah. flies when you're. Having fun. Time flies when you're having Johnny Walker. <laughs> and you get a better way to put it. Um, any closing comments? Yeah, I got some closing comments. I thought you might have. Every gun law is an infringement of the Second Amendment, and the fact that I can't walk into any courthouse in the United States with an AA-12 fully automatic 12-gauge in one hand and all taxation is theft sign in the other is all the evidence that I need that the Second Amendment has been trampled in the dirt. I think TJ would agree. Absolutely. Walk in there with an AA-12 in one hand. I don't even know what some of this stuff is. It's a fully automatic 12 gauge. In the other hand, that would sign that means that. all taxation is that. I they saw have, that video. It has you, a patented recoil management system in it, and it just like, oh boy, you should watch some videos. That look that up. So it doesn't knock you over no, like that no, Benelli no. was doing that, no. that video on? Yeah. yeah, that Benelli definitely has more recoil for more than one shot. 
Okay. Um, well, well. Did well, you tasted that blue? Was it? Is it better than the black? It's hard to tell. Uh, it should be for the price. It, it's good. If there's any difference, I, it's not four times a difference. If there's any difference, it's not four times. I like think it is a fuzz better. One point two times. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, so just stick with the black. Uh, that's probably wrong. what I'll do, but the blue is nice. I Johnny mean, Walker is like Ely 22 ammo. Stick with the black. Yeah, you the 10X, get... I mean, it, it's not really any better than the black. Yeah, Everybody knows that. Well, people that shot enough of it know it. This song we will now close out with. And by the way, give us feedback at bangsteel at fastmail.com or forestnewberry243 at iCloud. Dot com or reach us on the wild card line at bangsteel at gmail.com. Closing out with a wholesome group of um, hardcore musicians called Blood Clot. Have you heard of these guys? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see them naming this band? Okay. Um, Man, let's call it Heart Attack. Uh, let's call it Cancer. How about blood clots? Yeah, maybe they just had their COVID-19 vaccines and they said, let's call it blood clot. Yeah, they got that blood clot from that vaccine. Anyway, this is a pretty cool band. And this song is called Up in Arms. Here we go. Closing out. Mm-hmm.